right, so we have a couple films we were going to talk about as well, uh, two of which we saw at the Dublin International Film Festival. Uh, High Rise, directed by Ben Wheatley, starring Tom Hiddleston, um, Luke Evans, Jeremy Irons, and Sienna Miller. Yeah. Uh, it's based on the J.G. Ballard book, a very odd, strange, of takes place in name. the 70s. It's also, the book's also called High Rise, yeah. we should say. Uh, yeah. It's um, it's more of like it's more of like art commentary than it is a, a, like a narrative story, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's definitely got some really cool visuals, and it's just you know I'm always like I said, I didn't really love it, love it, right? But I'm always in support of like anarchy, yeah, being sort of produced and shared, yeah, just to make people uncomfortable. It does make you uncomfortable. Makes you uncomfortable a lot, <laughs> you know, to a point where it's like, do I want to sit through this, the whole thing of this? I don't know. I was so hot. I was wearing these, like, fleece-lined pants that I bought for Ireland because I thought it was going to be really cold, and so I wore them, but the theater was really hot, and my legs were getting, like, sweaty, and the movie was making me all uncomfortable, and I was sort of like, I need to just, like, go outside and, like, cool down. I was hot and bothered. Literally, yeah. It's sort of like, oh, I got to take, I had to take my jacket off and my scarf off and my hat off with the pants. I can't take my pants right, off. Right, right. So I you're really just wanted sweaty. to, just like sweaty butt and legs. Oh, <laughs> gross! Like, gross movie. It's disturbing. Well, there are some distur- a lot of disturbing things. It's visually interesting and also visually disturbing. Though. Yes, and you never really understand the cause and effect. Like, there's no. It just—it's basically about this high-rise Tom Hiddleston moves into, and it's a giant sort of social hierarchy within the building. The yeah. higher up you go, is the the richer more the people are. Yeah, it's a very symbolic, you know, one of. It's very. It relates to a lot going on today. It's it like seems animal farm. futuristic a bit. Yeah, well, it's like the '70s idea of the future, but then it's not. It's really just the '70s. Right. But it seems like the future. It seems like they're in the future of the 70s. Yeah. Or the 70s idea of the future, even though it's all 70s period clothes and music. Yeah. So it's really hard to nail down the time period. I mean, it's not. It's the 70s. It's the 70s, but it 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 does does, feel. Yeah. In fact, when I saw some of the trailer and then some of the beginning of the film, it felt a little Kubrick-esque to me. It looked Kubrick-esque. And then, like, there's a lot of imagery in the shots and stuff. The cinematography is very Kubrick-esque. Yeah. Kubrick-esque. 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 And it gets very sort of decadent and gross and yeah uh, there's it's all a lot of kinds debauchery. of emotion yeah d- which the 70s were so and then it really they all hell breaks loose for why? some reason i don't remember we why. don't really find out there's a couple key turning points because people start just getting slowly darker with each other like they get it they're getting a bit more aggressive with each other in the halls and at certain parties people are fighting all of a sudden and doing coke and the one guy jumps to his death and kills himself. Right. And then at the same time, the actor that plays Bard in The Hobbit. Luke Evans. Luke Evans drowns one of the rich people's dogs. Because mm-hmm. there's a sort of public pool and the rich people rent it out for a party. And then there's a, they're having like a child's birthday party. And Luke Evans is like, we can't go to the pool. It's like, fuck that. We're like, come on, yeah. kids. We're all going to the pool. And we're going to jump and swim and dance. And the rich folks can stuff it. Yeah. You know? And they do that. And all the rich people leave. But then at the same time, they're having a good time. But then the dog's still there. It's like some you know Portuguese water dog or some fucking thing. And he grabs a dog and like holds it on the water and drowns the yeah. dog. Yeah. 
That was upsetting. Un, un, just because he knows it's the, one of the rich lady's right. dogs. But he wasn't like provoked. It was just like making some fucking psycho statement. Well, he's kind of a psycho. He is a psycho. Because he's a rapist. He ends up raping Sienna Miller. Yeah. Because he always wanted to be with her, but he has a wife played by Elizabeth Moss and three kids that he doesn't take after. And he's yeah. supposed to be like a documentary filmmaker, but yeah. he's like out of work. It's very strange. And like Tom Hiddleston's a doctor, a head doctor. And you see but him go to work. he works at a university, doesn't he? Or something, a research lab or yeah, something like that. Something. And he seemed like, but, and he lives sort of in the middle. Yeah, he's he does in the middle. It, he's like in the middle. And you, it's definitely like a class system in the building. The ones at the bottom have the least money and, and they're treated accordingly. And there's like a supermarket floor. And yeah, there's a supermarket. That becomes kind of a key spot for. Well, and Jerry, Jeremy Irons is the architect. So he right. lives on the in the top floor on the penthouse, and on his very top floor, there's like an outdoor gardens and a, and a mm. horse yeah. and his wife, and they have these weird sex parties, dressed the, in Victorian like in French Louis Revolution, 14th. yeah, yeah. Well, and they do that, and at first it's like normal love, it's like weird, but it just slowly but surely becomes like fucking cannibalistic. Yeah, like they start consuming each other and raping each other right. and killing each other and like chopping each other up and they eat the horse and then they're, then they're living like third world like they run out of food yeah and they run out of stuff it's like you can just leave the yeah but rise. they don't they don't and the cops only show up one time yeah and then they're turned away by jeremy irons when there's literally like a riot going on and they, they turn into like animals yeah it's really strange it's i mean it's interesting commentary about it's real it's about capitalism and yep. you know how we will eat each other to it by it's yeah. a lot like the animal kingdom in that way and the one percenters yeah. versus the the rest of us and yeah. all of that it's like animal farm you know yeah it's like a like an x-rated animal farm mm-hmm. and it's it looks cool but don't expect like some cool story with a cool resolution and like don't expect a lot of explanation for things yep just take it as like this is symbolic of things. It's doing the festival circuit right now. It, yeah. it started in Toronto. It's done Dublin. It's doing a. It's it's literally on. It's at, at South by. It's it's at on the festival circuit. It is disturbing. A couple people walked out. They did. I didn't <laughs> yeah. notice that. You didn't notice that? Maybe I did. I did. Yeah. They're like it was like three quarters of the way through the movie. It's when like. They're at the dinner table and like it's either a baby's crying or it's sort of like David Lynch where it's or like the woman was crying or just like sobbing and sobbing and like oh, wailing that was odd. and crying and wailing and yeah. moaning and like they're just sitting there eating horse meat because they had to kill the horse yeah. and like people there's a couple people like okay let's go they're like and there was a couple of moments where I could have walked out I was just sort of yeah. bored and I was really hot I was just yeah. uncomfortable because <laughs> then there was a Q and A after which was fun. But at the same time, like, oh, I just need to go get some fresh air. I need to take my pants off and run through the chilly air of Dublin. <laughs> but uh, I would do it. Did I? I didn't love it, but I respect it. Yeah, and I appreciate. it. I'm glad that they can still make movies like that. I, I like. I wouldn't watch it again. I don't know if I'd recommend someone to watch it unless they really knew what they were getting themselves into. It's like something you want to watch and like and be freaked out. Like, do you want to be freaked out tonight, guys? Because yeah. this is not a casual viewing experience. Well, not even freaked out, but just this is an art house experience. Yeah, you almost needs to be seen in a theater at a festival. I don't know that it's something you're going to want to stream on Netflix, frankly, or rent, or even yeah. go to like an AMC theater. No, definitely not. It'd be weird. Yeah. Well, uh, another film we saw at the festival was Hail Caesar. By the Coen Brothers. Yeah, it, it was, was kind of a fluff piece for them. Yeah, it was kind of fluffy and fun. 
Yeah, takes place in like the 30s, I guess, in mm-hmm. Hollywood and Yeah, old Hollywood. Josh Brolin is like a studio head and yep. uh, George Clooney's the star of kind of like a, a Spartacus Spartacus type film and, and he's, he's sort kidnapped. Of like, he's like a stupid actor yeah. who's just very simple, but he's a good actor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and he's kidnapped and, and you know, it's all very uh cryptic. It's not one of their best. It's, no, it's, it's not at kind all. Of, like you said, it's fluff. It's also Channing Tatum has sort of a. I mean, although I will say this, one of the most fun numbers is he does this whole tap routine, like an old movie star old tap Gene routine. Gene Kelly's. It's style. awesome. He's it's awesome. Incredible, because you know the guy can do stupid like strip tease. I mean, that's good dancing too. But yeah. to be able to really do some like tap dance sequence choreography yeah. and stuff, and it's all very physical. He's jumping on the bar. He's flipping mm-hmm. off the table. He's you know the dudes. Fucking triple threat. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is, and he's a good actor, and he's got a good look, and he can dance, and he's buff, and he's sexy. (laughs) (laughs) So there were some moments in it. Uh, The story kind of is a little weird. It sort of is this group that kidnap him. That's it turns out to be communists who are writers. You know, writers are all writers. It's really it's like this group of Hollywood writers that are uh, against the system. Yeah, and they want they don't think anyone should have money, and they or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I don't know. I I what would you give it? I mean, I really don't think I I wouldn't doom it, but I wouldn't give it really more than like a six five. I'd give it a seventy because there's fun moments, like the whole moment with Ray Fiennes and the the. Oh well, he's great in it. Yeah, he's great in it, and the kid who plays the like cowboy actor, yeah, who has like has no acting ability, but is like a great stuntman and a great horse rider. Yeah, he and was shooter. very good. Yeah, there's some cool moments. Josh Brolin's really good, and I got I really like the moments where. They do like the narrative, uh, like the narration over Josh Brolin. It's like a mm-hmm. Cagney movie, like an old, like gumshoe movie. Mm-hmm. So they they take a lot of like um, nods to certain points of those old Hollywood movies, like different styles. Right. I mean, I, Scarlett Johansson's in it. She's ugh, horrible, yeah. horrible, terrible. But her that sequence is cool because it's like one of those life water aquatic mermaid sequences. Oh, yeah. They did like an Esther Williams thing. Yeah. They do the overhead shots and, and everything. The synchronized and, swimming yeah. in the giant tank in a fucking studio somewhere. You know, it's it's cool. It's yeah. cool. There's some cool stuff in it. There's cool stuff. And there's funny moments. Like, remember Newman, Wayne Knight's in it? Yeah. And he plays the guy that drugs George Clooney? Yeah. And like that whole moment it's funny but you just leave feeling sort of unfulfilled you do or leave feeling like oh this is like just a movie they wanted to make it could be on netflix right you know it's like oh that they made a cool movie yeah i mean it's fun you know there's some funny moments and you know it's always good acting it's always like very well researched incredible research that goes into everything they do and so yeah i mean i'd gay yeah you're right i'd give it a seven too yeah i'd give it a seven seventy two or whatever but you know i didn't i left being like oh well it's not because they set the bar so high with like lewin davis and true grit and fargo and Mm -hmm. and no country like there's so many like brilliant movies that this is not a brilliant no. Coen Brothers experience, but it's a fun Coen Brothers experience. Yeah, that's you know? fair. Yeah, like it's better than Intolerable Cruelty. Yeah, although, aw, Irwin. Well, you Our can't friend just Irwin. be biased. I know, I'm a little biased because Irwin's in it, but yeah. yeah, it's better than that film. It's better than that, but it's it's no Miller's Crossing. Like the difference oh in quality between the, you know... I watched Miller's Crossing again recently. God, that movie's genius. It really is. It's like one of the best movies. It is. One of the best mob movies, one of the best movies. Yep. So good. So yeah, it's tough. It's tough to like grade Hail Caesar next to, 
you know, Lewin Davis and Miller's Crossing. It's very So strange. we won't, but you should check it out on Netflix once it gets there. Yeah, That's it's a, it's a good say. free watch, I'd say. Yes. Good free watch. Seven on our scale. A uh, couple other, quickly go through a couple of streaming ones that we, uh, one we sort of liked and one we loved. The one we loved, Macbeth, starring Michael Fassbender. Yep, David Thewlis, Marion Cotillard, and uh, she plays Lady Macbeth. And damn, is she a good actress? She does a good job. She definitely has a French accent. She tries not to. Yeah, I she think tries. she did a pretty good, but she's an amazing actress. And he, He's, why didn't this movie get nominated for Oscars? For anything, it was completely snubbed. Yeah. Uh, it isn't a bridge telling of Macbeth. Like it's only two hours long. It's not the full play, scene for scene for scene. Right, but. I mean, they make it work in their own right, and the cinematography, and the, clearly with the budget they had, it's probably one of the coolest movies. Yeah, looking movies like that end scene where he fights Macduff. Oh, it's incredible! And yeah, the, the actor that plays the bad guy in Mission Impossible Five, this, and the they, last one, the one yeah. that just came Rogue out, Nation. Rogue Nation, and he's a good actor, man, because he really it reps that character, Macduff. Yeah. Awesome. And the whole like Scottish Highlands, they really capture it, how dark and cold and yeah. wet it is. And yeah, it's it's awesome. I'd watch it again even. There's a lot of stuff that I kinda wanna see again visually. Yeah, it's I mean it's done in, you know, old Shakespearean tongue and so I don't know, it's not super, you know, mainstream audience friendly, but no. you should see it. It's on it you can rent it currently on Amazon. And it's worth it. Absolutely. I'd give that film like an 8.5 for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I'd watch it again. And I, I'm i not even like fluent Shakespeare. You know, I yeah. pick up some stuff. I understand what's going on. But I'd watch it again just for the cinematography and the direction and the acting. Like Fassbender is a fucking G, man. I know. That guy's incredible. He should have got, he could have got could've... nominated for that. Yeah. Why nominate him for Steve Jobs when he did Macbeth so well? I know. I don't get it. I don't get it either, the way that whole thing works, but. It wasn't even mentioned. I haven't heard anything about them. And I read some of the reviews and they were like, eh, I mean, like, it's okay. Like, I was like, what? Did you watch the same movie? It's, it's so... all timing and PR. It is. Mostly. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Well, we also saw uh, a Austrian horror film called Goodnight Mommy. And it's free streaming. You can watch it for free. And it's definitely worth watching for free, but you got to stick with it. And it's really disturbing. Oh, it's so disturbing. Well, it's disturbing on a different level than even American horror movies are because, man, Austrians and like Koreans and Japanese, when they do horror, they can go to places that we don't go to. And mm-hmm. I don't even mean with gore. I just mean with literal like disturbing imagery mm. and like movie pacing and stuff like they don't follow the same formula for horror that no. has come to be the or American films. slasher film you know yeah no they don't really they just sort of they have their own storytelling ways and it's really like this movie drags out it's basically it's about these twin boys and their mother and their mother comes back from what we think is plastic surgery and so she has like all these bandages on her face and you all you can see is her eyes and she has like the nose cover and the head bandages really disturbing she yeah, has two black creepy. eyes but that's how people look usually when they get a facelift or a nose job like they look fucked up well and she had an accident but we don't know that we, we think yeah, it's like plastic surgery or because she's on tv right and we get these little pieces these little pieces of what is going on and uh you know eventually she gets the bandages off but the two boys get thinking that 
that's not really their mother. Mm-hmm. That it's been she's been replaced or swapped out at the hospital. Because she's being a shit to them. She's she, being really mean. She's really being mean, and she's being like, yeah, crude and and really uh like sort of aggressive. Yeah, and you know the kids are starting to like plan an attack on this woman who they think is not a, well and you feel for them yeah you're supposed to because you're like god what the fuck she's like got these creepy bandages on yep and it's like in the, the, the like the way it's shot it's really dark and eerie so it just adds and to in it. the in this house that's like this really modern looking house in the middle of the countryside and it that adds to it too the decor is super modern and kind of cold kinda yeah dry yeah but but beautiful modern furniture and artwork and everything and yeah it's awesome but you feel for them and it, they, the, it, the film kind of tricks you into thinking she's the evil bad person who's going to kill them or something. Well, yeah, they, they the kids are like plotting how to like protect themselves from her because they were convinced that this woman is it's either like she's possessed by some sort of spirit or it's some psycho impersonating her mom their mom you know and mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on and there's these weird dream sequences where she's naked in the forest and yeah so you start to think like oh man what are these kids gonna do like, right how are they gonna get out of this and they run away at one point they run into town and uh they try to talk to a priest because they think i think they think that she's possessed or something mm-hmm. but then the, pe- the priest just drives them back yeah to her and her then you feel the bad for her. you're like oh shit oh no 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 the priest didn't listen like they should have listened to the kids and without give, spoiling anything uh it just gets it gets really disturbing because they tie her down they start torturing her yeah and all i mean of a sudden, it starts to reverse like yeah. they become the bad the yeah the omen character yeah, they, they become, become like, like damian, the devil yeah like these two damien kids and yeah you go from being like what are they gonna do to like oh my god like that's your mother yeah like, we think but they don't they want her to admit that it, she's not really their mom. Yeah. So they keep torturing her and tying her to a bed. And she like pisses herself and she's bloody and yeah. beaten. And you're like, oh my god, I'm not on these kids' side anymore. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Well, the way they torture her isn't like anything we would see in, in our America. Films. No, it's so upsetting and disturbing. Even in Saw, where like they take your eyes out with this, and like I'd rather watch that than that than that scene again. Yeah, I don't know why. I agree with you, and I don't know why, but. There's something about the way they do the torture in this. It just like it 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 busts open all the rules of horror and in a way that you're like, "Oh my god." Well, to see like young, young boys, they're like 8 years old, yeah. and then they'll see them like torturing their mom like that and they don't really cut cool. away. And even when they do kids in in horror movies, it's a common device, spooky children. Yeah. But I feel like you haven't really seen a scene like that no in american i had to turn away movie. yeah you did you were gonna you left a couple times i was you, did. I, and you said i've never seen you walk out on a film before no and like you came back but you left you're like i can't like it was like torture you were being tortured i was being tortured which is an effective movie yeah. i mean although it's kind of boring at times there's times where like the scenes they don't cut quick enough so it's like these long dragged out shots I'm just sort of like, is when is this gonna like? When are they gonna give us something? Yeah, where you don't are we get, going? You don't get anything for a long time, but then by the end, the payoff is so much. You're like, okay, I'm glad I stayed. I'm glad I watched I this to the end. I am. It's uh, slow, like a European. It's really of a slow. Film is. It's really slow. I can see people bailing on it before. I mean, but if you stick with it, there is a cool payoff. 
Well, I wouldn't say it's a cool payoff. But I, it was <laughs> it's worth a payoff. It was worth your wait for sure. Yeah. At least there's a payoff. We should say there is a payoff. Yeah. Whether you find one. it cool or not, it's a big payoff. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. What would you give it on our Justice and Doom? Later? I don't know. Would you doom it? No. You wouldn't? No, hell no. Well, no. I wouldn't give it more than a six. I'd give it like a 7.5. Oh, hell no. No way. Yeah, I well, would. It's an interesting movie. Well, split decision, I'd give it a 6.5, which gives us a 7 average. No, I'd give it a 7.5. <laughs> There's no averages. <laughs> uh, it's, so you can see it for free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, for a free watch, you want to be disturbed and scared, watch it. You if know? you like horror films, too. But then it's not traditional hack and slash horror. It's disturbing horror. It's not really yeah. horror. It's, mm. it's, it's hard to call it a horror Psycho movie. thriller. Psycho thriller, yeah. Yeah. Psycho crawl, like it's really not even a thrill. I guess it's thriller, but it's just it's yeah, just the psycho to, yeah, Hitchcock kind of yeah. You know, well, uh, we also wanted to introduce a couple new segments we're going to be doing. Uh, separate podcasts. One. We should say we're going to start putting up some new content. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do some new stuff. Because we have things that we do separate from each other that neither of us really give a fuck about the other <laughs> thing. <laughs> so we have like stuff we're going to do separately and we'll be able to put up some new content. And if you like me, you can listen to mine. If you prefer Sarah, you oh, can listen to Oh, that's not the way to introduce <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, and then you pick a side. It's no. It's like Batman versus Superman. So I will be doing a segment which I will be calling Confessions of a Basement Dweller. <laughs> And it's going to be, I have a little hobby, a little side hobby called video games. Not sure if you ever heard of it, but I I play them sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to start doing simple reviews, just short, probably like five minute reviews on stuff I'm playing. Uh, You know, it's going to be PS4 stuff, but most of it's Xbox One compatible. And uh, the first one I'm going to be doing is Telltale's newest installment to the Walking Dead series called Michonne. And uh, the first episode's available right now for download. So you can download that. It's a three-part series. Cool. It's going to be lots of fun. We'll take Viking in and then drink booze and eat Doritos and Mountain Dew and review video games. For the record, I like watching you play them sometimes. Yeah. Well, and I am doing one that's going to be called Mods Nods Across the Pond. Mods Nods UK. I'm going to be reviewing some BBC original content and UK programming, starting off with the BBC miniseries, and then there were none based on the Agatha Christie novel of the same name. And, uh... So stay tuned for that. You know, stuff like Downton Abbey, which is over, but UK programming like Luther and cool stuff like that. And the new Sherlock Holmes when it comes out. Absolutely. You could review that short they did. Like, that... Oh, the Victorian version? Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. That was great. It was so fun. I really like that. Yeah, so stay tuned for both of our review sets. Yeah, you'll be getting some Uncharted 4 when it comes out. I'm excited for that. I'm going to review a lot of bat games that I haven't played because I didn't have a PlayStation 4 or I didn't have video games for so long. So I've played all these games that have been out for a while, but you're going to get my personal uh, opinion on this stuff. Cool. Yeah. Last of Us. We'll do that. We'll do some cool stuff. 
I like the um, way Assassin's Creed looked. The new one, the like that you were doing, like the oh yeah, it's one. not the newest one either. It's oh, like, but, right. but I don't care either. It's the newest one's what is it? Syndicate. It's the one where they're in England. Remember? Yeah, because they were promoting at Comic Con. They had that whole like parkour which jungle was so gym. Cool. Yeah, it's really smart. But the one I'm doing is called Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is like yeah, Assassin's Creed Pirates, basically. Fun. Which is cool. Assassin's Creed's kind of jive, but it's you know it's a good playthrough. And the movie's coming out soon. Michael Fassbender, dude. Yep. Yeah, so that'll be fun. So that's it for us this week, Maudians. It's another week of time spent with our Maudians. We love you, and we hope we can take you out on a date someday. <laughs> Maybe for bowling. <laughs> Maybe glow-in-the-dark bowling. That sounds like fun. Yep. All right, thanks, jerks. Bring your own shoes. <laughs> See ya. Yeah.